Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Hope Reclaimed. I am your host, Ellie Hope Herringshaw, and again, I'm glad that you're here. It's on this podcast that we talk about active and practical ways that we can step into healing, the healing that Jesus has already extended to us. 2,000 years ago on the cross, Jesus healed us, our body, our soul, and our spirit, and sometimes it's our job to step in to receive that healing for ourselves. So claiming it in faith, believing that it's going to happen and that, that it already has happened and that we can walk into it. So that's what we talk about on this podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. We're going to be continuing our series today on dating after divorce. This is a really big topic because it's been something that so many people have struggled with. How do I know that I'm ready? How do I, how do, I do this again after still healing from the bad breakup or the divorce or whatever it is. That's what we're attempting to talk about on this podcast series. And today we're going to be continuing this series by talking about rebounds. Yes, the dreaded rebounds. It's a really big deal. And it's something, oh my gosh, you guys, it's something that I see so much. I would say that about 75% of people that I talk to that have gone through a divorce have experienced some sort of rebound, whether that's something that they're aware of or whether it's something that they look back on and see in retrospect, oh my gosh, that was a rebound. Rebounds are dangerous. (laughs) They're dangerous for your emotional health, for for your spiritual health, but they're also dangerous for the person that you're using because yeah, You're actually using someone when you are involved in a rebound. You're using that person to feel better about yourself. You're also using them to get something from them. Guys, it ain't good. It's not okay. So today we're going to be talking about how to identify if the relationship that you're in is a rebound or not, and how how do you know that you're ready (laughs) so that you can avoid the dreaded rebound? Well, first, before we begin, I want to set the stage a little bit here. I am not talking about this to preach to you, to to just say, I know all the answers and I have the perfect perspective on rebounds. The fact is, I experienced my own rebound. I entered into a relationship without really thinking it through properly. I entered into a relationship not having healed fully from my divorce. So those of you that are maybe new to the podcast, I'm going to give a quick overview on my story, just so that you guys are all kind of caught up to speed here. So I was married for five and a half years to a man that I loved so much and that I really thought was the love of my life. We knew each other for a long time before we started dating, and we dated for a long time before we got engaged. I knew that he was the man that I wanted to be with. He was incredible, and I just loved him so much, and our relationship was so special and so beautiful. I just knew that he was the man that I wanted to be with. I just knew it. And although I didn't really have much experience in relationships before I started dating him, I knew that he was the one that I would choose. This was the love that I just wanted, and I chose him. I chose him to be my husband. I chose him to continue to do life with him. Fast forward five and a half years after we got married, we were happy. We had a beautiful home in St. Paul, Minnesota. And that's when I discovered his affair. 
I stumbled upon this information and I found out about his long-term affair and I was absolutely devastated. I fully was broken, you guys. And after I discovered this, I just knew in my heart that God was going to restore our marriage. That's really what I believed. I thought, I am the broken one here. I'm the one that has been hurt. So of course, if I extend my my hand for restoration in the marriage, that's what's going to happen. So I fully believed this. And unfortunately, that's not what happened. He didn't want it. But he didn't choose me. This was so devastating for me. And all I wanted to do was crawl in a hole and just die. Honestly, sometimes I just wanted to die because the pain was so bad. The pain was so hard. And I began a very, very excruciating divorce process. Those of you have, that have been through a divorce know that this process is terrible. You never know what it's like until you're actually in it. And I hope that if you're listening to this and you haven't gone through a divorce, that you never know how hard it is because it's terrible. Definitely do not recommend it to anyone because it's the worst, you guys. It's just the worst. And as I was going through this, I was so saddened by the fact that I chose him over and over and over again. I chose him in our marriage. I chose him before we got married. And then I chose him even after I discovered his affair. And even in that choosing of him after discovering and and just knowing all of the, the facts of this terrible situation, he didn't choose me. And those things really rubbed against each other. And for me, it was so, so hard. I really began to believe that I was unchoosable. I began to think, oh my gosh, if the man that I loved, that I believed would, would be with me forever, can't choose me, maybe there's something in me that is unchoosable. Maybe there's something in me that is undesirable and unlovable. And that idea just ate away at me. I must be unlovable and unchoosable. So while I was going through my divorce process, I began to look for ways to feel better. I began to look for ways to feel better about myself, to get validation that I was choosable, to get validation that I was lovable and beautiful and desirable by men. A couple months into my divorce, I was on an airplane. And before I boarded this plane, I was looking around a little bit, you know, and I caught eyes with a very cute gentleman who was also waiting at my gate. I thought, oh man, he's cute. But I looked away. You see, I'm a rule follower and I created a rule for myself that said that I would not date until my divorce was final. At this point, I thought maybe my divorce would be final Maybe that was naive because it was only a couple months, but I was hopeful that soon my divorce would be final. So I was waiting at this gate and I kept making eye contact with this cute guy. And of course, I was a little bit flattered, but also slightly embarrassed. So I continued to listen to Hamilton on repeat. Finally, Delta was allowing me to board the airplane. And so I did. I was lucky enough to have a window seat this particular flight. And as I sat down, I was getting all my stuff ready, had my earbuds in, and I was I was ready to um to watch a movie or something, just distract myself. And 
as I was sitting there, um, the plane was continuing to board. This cute guy came and sat next to me. Are you kidding me? This cute guy that I was already making eye contact with was sitting next to me. I could feel myself getting a little bit red because he was cute and I was lonely. No, I wasn't fully divorced. I still had the rule about dating and and how I wasn't going to date until my divorce was final. So anyway, I had my earbuds in. I wasn't going to talk to him. I didn't want to lead him on or give him any ideas that I was interested. But after a little while of being in the plane, he started engaging me in conversation. And we started talking and um, turns out he was a pilot and very cute. Did I mention he was cute? And as we were talking, he said, hey, do you want to go on a date? So this particular flight was a long one. And so this was the kind of plane that the TVs were right in front of you where you could watch movies or play games or see how long it was until your destination. So he picked a movie and we both played it on our separate screens and we watched it together. It was so cute, you guys. <laughs> I loved it. But also the whole time I felt guilty. The whole time I felt guilty that I was engaging in something that, that wasn't right because my divorce wasn't final yet. After the movie was over, we talked a little bit more and it came up in conversation that I was a photographer and that I owned this business, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, the flight ended and we parted ways and about a month later, he sent me an email from my photography page asking me on a real date. And I never responded. I was flattered and I felt good, but it wasn't right. I wished that I could say that this was the full story extent of my rebounds, but it wasn't. I actually engaged in a rebound after that when I was in the thick of depression and sadness in my divorce. And that's a story for another time. Was Airplane Guy a rebound? Probably not. <laughs> was it too soon? Yes, definitely it was too soon because I was still grieving my relationship. I was still grieving my divorce because I was still going through it. And I was unable to give someone my heart without expectation of receiving anything. So my definition of a rebound is engaging in a relationship before the emotional effects of the previous relationship have dissipated, meaning that you are still healing from your former relationship, whether that's a breakup, a divorce, or even the death of a loved one. If you're still feeling the effects of that, maybe this is a rebound. So I do have some signs here for you, seven signs that your relationship may be a rebound. And these are in no particular order, but we're just going to talk about them today. So number one, you are trying to forget about your ex by being with someone new. I have heard this from people. They say, oh, I just want to forget about him. And so that's why they're on online dating, swiping through profiles of other people, looking for someone new. So this is destructive and unhelpful for your healing because you are distracting yourself from healing. You are trying to skirt around your healing by trying to find someone new, engaging in a new relationship before you're fully healed. And that can be dangerous. 
Number two, you're trying to make your ex jealous. All right, so we have all seen those people that have recently gotten out of a relationship and now they're posting tons of photos on social media of them at the club or at the bar or just hanging out with uh, lots of people. And this is destructive behavior because you're trying to get back at your ex. Number three, you are trying to medicate your pain you feel from the breakup or the divorce. So this is self-medication. You're trying to feel better because you feel crappy. So if you are in an actual relationship with someone new after a breakup or after a divorce, maybe you're only calling them when you're upset. Maybe you're only calling them when you're sad. Maybe you're not calling them when you're happy or things are going well. You are trying to medicate the pain that you're feeling by masking it with someone else. Guys, that's not smart. Number four, you are trying to get validation that you are attractive, desirable, wanted, etc. after a rejection. Okay, rejection is tough. It is hard. When you have been rejected by someone that you love, those emotions are real and they're super hard. I've been there. Rejection is no joke. And so much of what we feel can just bleed into making an identity statement for ourselves. So for me, it was feeling like I was undesirable, that I was unwanted, that I was unchoosable. And so when I engaged in my rebound relationship, I was trying to get validation that I was attractive, that I was choosable, that I was desirable, because I knew it to be true. I wanted to believe it so bad, even though in reality, my ex-husband didn't treat me like that. If you are trying to get validation that you are desirable and wanted by someone else after a divorce or after a breakup, this is a sign of a rebound. Number six, you think about your ex when you are with this other person that you're dating after divorce. Okay, I think that it is perfectly fine to think about the person that you used to love, even if you're fully healed from your divorce or your hurt. But if you are engaging in a relationship and you continue to think about them, you, you're, you're fantasizing about them even, this is a sign that you're not fully healed from this. And that's okay. It just means it's too early. It's okay to be sad and it's good to be sad because the love that you had with your ex was real. The love that you experienced with them was a real thing. And it is good to grieve it. Just give it the time it needs to grieve before jumping into something new. Number six, you know the relationship won't go anywhere. <laughs> if you see a person that you're, you're hanging out with and you know there's really no future with this person, but I'm going to do it anyway, that's a sign that you're engaging in a rebound Maybe the person is just not right for you. Maybe they're not a believer. Maybe they have completely different plans for their life than you do. Maybe they're just not compatible with you at all, except for the fact that they're hot. This is a sign that that's a rebound. Don't engage in a relationship that you don't see a future with. And finally, number seven, you're hiding this relationship from friends or family or close people in your life. This is a big one because you know that the relationship is not healthy. 
you know that your friends and your family may call you out on it and you're choosing not to involve them in this relationship. This is a sign that this is a rebound. Because people in your life love you. They want the best for you. Your friends don't want you to make mistakes. Your friends and family, they want to see the best in your life. And so if you are avoiding them, if you're avoiding bringing this person around to your friends and family, this is a sign that this is not right. It's not the time because you're feeling guilty about it and you might be feeling shame about it. Rebounds are natural. Rebounds happen, but they don't have to happen. Rebounds are dangerous and unhealthy because they're involving your emotions as your emotions are still fragile, and they're involving the emotions of another person, the person that you could be using to feel better. People are not designed to be used. People's hearts should not be played with. Your heart, you don't want that to be played with. So why would you play with someone else's heart if you're still healing from the thing that you're going through. Take a step back. Process your pain with Jesus. Process your pain with other people in your life. Don't run to the next thing. Pain is hard. Pain is real. I've been there. It's terrible. But if we face it with other people as we should, healing can and it will take place. I promise you but it takes actively stepping into it. So if you are going through something, I want to encourage you to go on a reclaiming journey. Reclaim the areas of your life that hold that pain and don't avoid them. Actually step into the pain. So my definition of reclaiming is identifying a fearful and painful internal reaction to a place or thing, choosing to face it head on and create a new positive association. So it's first identifying that pain is there, choosing to step into it and create a new positive association. So if you feel pain with the fact that you're single and feeling lonely, that could be a sign that you need to be reclaiming that area of your life. Step into that pain of being single. Step into it and create a new association with it, a good one. Get some friends that are single too. Just Own the fact that you're single and do it right. So reclaim areas of your life and then receive that full healing that Jesus has already extended to you in that place, in that thing that you're reclaiming. Finally, if you're going through a divorce or a breakup and you have not found your satisfaction in Jesus, that is what you need to do, number one. The most important thing you can do right now is go to Jesus. God is our refuge. He is a safe place to run to in times of need. If you're running to other things, if you're running to relationships, if you're running to friends even, if you're running to alcohol or sex, that's not okay. It's not healthy behavior and you need to stop. Run to Jesus alone. He is the only thing that is safe. I promise you. And he is the only thing that can bring true and redemptive healing. I wish I could say that I ran to Jesus every single time, but I didn't. 
I wish I could say that I didn't run to other things when I was going through my pain, but I didn't. Run to Jesus. He is your only satisfaction, and he is the only thing that can bring true healing into your life. So if you are in a rebound relationship, and even if it has potential, take a step back, break off that relationship. Because if it does have potential and if it's real, it will stand the test of time. If you are really liking this person and they're really liking you, but you're not ready yet, take a step back, break it off, get healed. I'm sure that's not what you wanted to hear right now, but I really feel that strongly. Because if this is right, if this is what God has for you as a blessing after something painful, then it will be okay later down the line when you're actually healed. Get some help and get your satisfaction in Jesus and Jesus alone. Rebounds are avoidance. Rebounds are avoiding the pain that you're going through and trying to self-medicate it. And like I said, it's not okay. And God has called us higher. He has called us to a higher standard for ourselves and for other people. So stop using others to feel better about yourself and start viewing others in the way that God sees them and view yourself in the way that God sees you. God loves you so much and he has good plans for your life. I know you don't see it right now. I know it doesn't feel like it, but it's true. There are good plans that God has for you. So wait, wait on him. Wait on the healing that he has already extended to you and grieve the relationship that you lost. Don't run into a new one when it's too soon. So whether you are on an airplane and meet a cute guy, (laughs) that could be a rebound. Maybe you were at a bar and you met a cute guy and you had a one night stand. That can be a rebound. If you're trying to get validation from someone else and your satisfaction and feeling better about yourself from another person, that can be a rebound. And that's not healthy behavior. But ultimately, there is hope and there's redemption in Jesus. So don't lose heart. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Hope Reclaimed. Again, my name is Ellie Hope Herringshaw. We've gotten really great feedback on this podcast series, and we have tons of great content coming at you this fall, too. I'm so excited to keep going with you on this journey of reclaiming and stepping into those areas of pain. It's just a really, really cool thing, you guys. So thank you for listening. Are you looking for support in healing from a divorce right now? Well, I have a non-support group, support group, like I call it. This is a group of women who meet either together or uh, virtually to talk about healing from the divorce that they're going through. We talk openly about the struggles, but then also focus on the celebrations. A lot of times support groups can be sitting in our pain for a long time. It can be bitter. It can be resentful. But this is a group about hope because we can't just stay there in our pain. We have to move forward. So if you're interested in being a part of the Reclaimed community, email me at ellieherringshaw at gmail.com. So that's E-L-L-I-E-H-E-R-R-I-N-G-S-H-A-W at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to give you information about this amazing community of women. 
The truth is, you do not have to go at this alone. You do not have to heal on your own. And one way to avoid a rebound is to talk about it with women that have also gone through similar things. And that's what this community is all about. So I want to thank you so much for listening, for supporting this podcast. Give it a rating on iTunes, like it, share it with a friend because you never know what people are going through. Remember, there is healing and redemption in Jesus. And there's always hope. Because remember, hope is my middle name. We will see you next week.